and welcome to another episode of Sense and Rant. I am Mutamaria Adela. On today's episode, we're talking about parenting. Yes, how we were parented versus how we are parenting our kids. I'm joined by my beautiful friend, Elaine. Let's meet her. Alrighty. Hi, Elaine. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm yeah, really excited. Yeah, I am. Um, it's our first time meeting and it feels like I've known you already. So. I know! It's a <laughs> good vibe. Hey! You see how we sing the song. Oh, what was that song by Laddie Paul? And you said something oh. about, you know, if it's good vibes, send it my way. If it's va- bad vibes, skip it away. Something like that. Yo, check out I don't the know song. that song. I'll, but... I'll send it to you. It's a good song, okay. actually. Yeah. So let's talk about motherhood in a redefined way, you know, in a redefined our way, not the way our parents, you know, Mm -hmm. think parenthood should be. So um, take us through your parenting during the pandemic. What was that like? Oh, my God. (laughs) Do I really want to go there? Um, So during the pandemic, girl, let me tell you um it was a lot happening as you already know I actually was in front of all of this because I'm a nurse so I'm up front and personal with this so not only am I dealing with that at work I'm dealing with the fact that we can't go anywhere so parenting wise I decided that I'm going to limit screen time and I know I did the opposite of what everyone else was doing and the reason is is because now like we had nowhere to go literally we're all stuck together there's nowhere to take the kids like all we could do is go in the backyard or go in front of the house and walk around Mm -hmm. so um even when you walked around the neighborhood people would look at you like what are you doing you know so yeah I I mean like I wasn't even like close to their houses I was just like walking like on the sidewalk and they would just be in their house outside like looking like what are you doing out you know Anyway, so parenting for me, I limited screen time because I felt like my, it was time for me to like, um, how do I, I had, I had the time to now um, step back and like focus on the kids mm. uh, as opposed to before it was just like, go, go, go. My husband's going to work. I'm going to work. We're dropping the daycare. And then we meet up on our days off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're just going and going. And I think the pandemic for us was like, okay, take a step back. Yeah. And get yourself together because y'all are just moving around and yeah. not really taking it all in. So I taking the, um, the screen away, which meant I had to like create a, an actual routine for, uh, for the day. Mm-hmm. and it I had to be consistent every day like it had to be the same time. I had to be very strict same time because kids do better with structure right and so I in the mornings we would eat you know I would make breakfast we'll eat breakfast and they're so energized in the morning so I did a lot of their teaching during that time okay teaching meaning like ABCs coloring numbers um after that would go outside in the front yard or in the backyard and we'll do water activities like I don't know, sprinklers, get them out, spray <laughs> okay. them with water, have them in your bathing suits, paint, paint um, with chalk on the, on the ground. I mean, we did like a lot of running back and forth. I was trying this new keto diet at the time. So I was exploring really? and exercising. Did it, yes, work girl. it worked a lot for me. It did nice. really good. 
but um I lost a lot of hair so we're not gonna do that again (laughs) yeah that was the the thing I was like no that's 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 where um it's it's a cut for me I'm not trying to you know be bald yeah but anyway so I was exercising and being active and excited and so I would have the kids come with me like let's run we'll do like laps outside nice yeah and then even about the people that got your body right during COVID yeah, but it's not right anymore. <laughs> my my day right either. So let's just leave it at that. It's okay. Yeah, I, I fell off the wagon. So that part was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. That part that was really stressful was for me to go to work knowing that I'm facing COVID and then I will be coming back home. Mm-hmm. Possibly, I don't know if I'm infected and I could give it to my family. Yeah. Now that was the hardest part for me. Um, and at the beginning, I was scared. I was mortified. Yeah. <laughs> when I say mortified, I I couldn't touch anything. I was just like, I don't want to, you know, the patients. I was like, we're going to have a distance between you and I. I mean, everything changed. That yeah. personal personal uh, relationship you have with your patient, that came to an end for me. I'm like, I got to protect me and my family. Your family. Like, I'm here to help you, but we're not going to get this close. You know, yeah. it was like you're not yeah. gonna get so close to me which you're not supposed to do that but at that time everybody was literally fighting for their you know doctors some doctors were not going in the room yeah so it's like if doctors don't want to come in here mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to keep you know protect myself everybody was fighting for their own selves and their families so pandemic time was a trying time yeah. and when because I'm a nurse aside like I wasn't complaining about, oh, we were staying home. Like what? I was thankful to wake up every day yeah. because I saw people's lives change within minutes, within hours. Wait, literally, I read about a doctor on online. She lost her parents, both parents within like two weeks. And then yes. she had lost like, you know, uncles and aunties and she was still working. And yeah. I don't know this person that just really wanted to hug us so bad, like, you are going through so much, not just collectively as human beings, but even as a person, because it mm. was just like, she needs to cry, but she doesn't even have the freedom to mourn her loss. No, her losses, it, it, really. I feel like was, we don't was, know. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I said it was, it was terrible, um, but I had to separate myself from like, when I went to work, I separated my home mm-hmm. life and just focused on that. And then when I came from, you know, work, I just had to detach yeah. and just like pretend like what I thought, what it just didn't happen because I don't want it to be affecting our kids or my husband. Um, so I just, it was a lot. And I was thankful to be breathing. Not, I wasn't complaining about staying at home. Um, I was, you know, it was hard, but I was like, I'm thankful that I, I'm, I'm alive and yeah, healthy. Yeah. My kids are healthy. My husband, you know, we're all alive. Yeah. So, yeah. What yeah. was your, what was your, were you like scared at any point? Or like, were you guilty? Do you feel guilty at any point? You know, your kids, yeah. your husband, how did yeah. you manage that? Yeah, I felt guilty. I was like, okay, so I could just quit my job and <laughs> apply for government aid until yeah we figure this out um I felt guilty the beginning was really tough mm-hmm. because I'm like okay what's what how far can I get go 
to put my family at risk, right? Mm -hmm. We were all, all nurses, we're all the healthcare workers. We were obviously thinking about this. So I'm like, how far are we really going to go to put our family at risk, at risk you yeah. know? Because everybody thought, if you if they saw you in scrubs at that time, it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. People yeah. like avoid it a little bit. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they look at you weird. They give you weird, like, what are you doing in scrubs like, out here? Like, yeah. I'm coming from work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I felt guilty. I felt bad. And I'm like, this is this is the career that I signed up for. So what do I do? How do I I I I got on my vitamins. I was very religious about taking my vitamins. Yeah. I did not skip a day. I uh, drank lots of water. Yeah. I worked out on my days off. I was doing four to five mile walks. I mean, I got serious. Wow. Um, I was eating really good. I was, you know, eating healthy, lots of veggies and all that. I normally don't care for veggies. But I was married. <laughs> COVID did that. It helped I mean, you I, better. I, I forced I forced myself to eat veggies every day. Yeah. But at that time, I was enjoying my veggies because I'm like, <laughs> you're, 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 you're going to you're going to love these veggies. Okay, put some spice on it, make it better. Yeah, exactly. I said boiled raw. We eating it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. I did a lot of lifestyle changing at that time. Yeah. Luckily, I came out, you know, safe and sound. I did not, it did not touch me or my family as far as my husband, my kids. So only God knows. Only yeah. God knows yeah. How. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So you've been talking about your kids, your kids, your kids. Let's talk about parenting, right? Okay. So yeah. I'll start with what kind of parenting style do you have if you have one? I do have one. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm an authoritative, uh, I have an authoritative parenting style. Okay. Not authoritarian. There's a two, there's different. Okay. Author authoritarian, I'll tell the difference, is authoritarian is somebody that I'm your mom and you're going to listen to me and I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what, you, you know, what your feelings are. Yeah. Uh, they have more strict rules and they're very like, they have a very strict approach to parenting. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they don't care how you feel about it. Like yeah. I'm your mom. I feel like my dad was like that. Mm -hmm. When most African know. parents were like that. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that is, that part is, is a different than authoritative parenting style. Parenting. That's the one I have. That one is firm and supportive at the same time. It balances. So you basically let you know who's your kids who's in charge, but mm -hmm. at the same time you listen to them expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. um, you also explain like what the rules are and you discuss it among each other. Like we talk about it together. Mm -hmm. Like these are the rules that are gonna happen. And this is the reasoning of Bye. these rules. Yeah. When they do have good behavior, I do acknowledge it. I do Hooray, you know, the whole shebang. <laughs> we're cheerleaders. Yeah. We're, we go above and beyond. We do cupcakes. You know, we do all kind of little cute things. I'm so proud of you. All that affirmation, mm -hmm. positive affirmations helps with self-esteem mm -hmm. and confidence. So that's my approach. I, I don't know if you understand, like, where I'm coming from. I do. I do, actually. I guess I have a question, though. So does that make you 
your children's best friend or does it just make you their mother and friend? Um, I wouldn't say best friend. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I would say more of a friend. Okay. You know, they can come to me and talk to me, but I don't want to be to that level of a best friend. Because if we're best friend, we're literally, at, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> everything. Everything. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> no, because the thing for me, if we become best friends, we are deviating from the parent uh, child relationship. Mm-hmm. And I still want to maintain that. Um, I think we could easily lose the respect as mm-hmm. mom and daughter, because that's who I have right now. We have daughters. Yeah. Um, easily lose that if I'm not careful with how, like, too far I go with the whole best friend thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want people to misunderstand me. I want them to be uh, trust, yeah, to trust me and come in to me and talk to me. Um, but if they tell me something that I don't like, I'm going to be honest about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, sweetheart, like, you know, that's okay. No, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, this, this is not good, baby. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. So I've seen um, instances where parents are best friends with their mom mm-hmm. and they could just be, uh, they could refer them to their first name or whatever the case is yeah um or you know laugh about like call each other names that girlfriends nowadays call each other and that's that's a little far for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i'm still an african mother after all (laughs) Uh, yeah i still have that in me i think that's what i will always have from my parents you know i'm still African, but I'm definitely way, way, way back. Way back. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So you talked about your dad being like the strict parent, right? Yes. So talk, talk my parents. I don't even know if I have a parenting style from them because yeah, let's just move on. But from my mom, um, I don't know if I learned a parenting style, but I guess I learned what it be what what it looks like to be a woman of your own, like to be your own person to mm-hmm. be driven to have a goal mm-hmm. to work hard um yeah so take us to like your parenting style and how that differs from that of your parents so uh talk about my parents parenting style or the yeah. difference okay both actually okay yeah so, so my, in Nigerian, in a, sorry to cut you off sorry about that so no Nigerian problem. parent household or typically is going to be you know I say something, you do it. You don't ask me questions. Right. You just do yes. it. You don't do it. You get, you know, something thrown at you. You get hit. You get bashed <laughs> or whatever. You know, of course, that's not happening. Child abuse. This is America, after all. But like, yeah. there's still some things that I feel like, as as African parents, you're still you're still holding on to. So, yeah. Um, so for me, actually the way I was raised is that my, my dad was very, you're going to do it because I'm your dad. And I said, mm-hmm. no, like there was no asking, questioning or anything. My mom was different. So my mom, she did it. She would talk to you. And so you would feel guilty for <laughs> just her talking to you. Um, she wouldn't think she didn't think us. She didn't hit us. She didn't do any of that. Just her talking to you. 
was enough. Yeah. She didn't yell. You'd rather be spanked than talked to. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, was am I that bad? <laughs> and I appreciated that because she explained. Mm-hmm. She said, now you know, you know what you did here. And it's the way that she explained things, and you're like, oh my God, I'm such a horrible person. Listen, yeah. Um, I appreciate that her explaining things and her talking to us about certain things mm-hmm. uh, that we did wrong. Not just like, why did you do this? And bam, bam, bam. You know, like, um, and I think I took that from her. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hit my, I don't believe in thinking, so I don't do thinking. Okay. At all. I've never spanked my kids. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I have never spanked. Um, and I think a lot of my family members are like shook how I, I can how, even manage yeah. that. How um, did you get them to do anything is the question they'll probably ask you. Yeah, exactly. So um, so my parenting style is different. Here's, the, here's the how it's different. I, I didn't hear the words, I love you, from my parents. Mm. I didn't get a kiss goodnight from my parents. It was, okay, go to bed, bye. You know, like, goodnight. Um, I didn't get hugs. We didn't, you know, we didn't get hugs or like, when we hurt ourselves, we didn't get like, are you okay? You know, like just the emotional side. We didn't get that vulnerability. I want that included in my family, Mm. whether it be... um, sons or daughters I don't care who it is it's gonna be it's gonna have to have to be happening Mm. um that is the difference that I think I have from my parents and communication I want my kids to communicate like why are you crying not stop crying bam (laughs) or yeah well African Americans are like I'll give you more reasons to cry you know like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I want to know why my kid is crying yeah it could be that they have so much emotions that they don't yeah. even know what is going on. Mm-hmm. And we adults know how to handle those big emotions. They don't. Well, sometimes so even need- adults don't even know how to. Like, there's sometimes even on your period as a woman, your emotions are everywhere and you don't even know what's going on. And just like, you just cry. And it's like, oh, exactly. You know, and yeah, that's actually very interesting. So yeah. why can't a kid experience all these big emotions that in mm-hmm. the little body that they don't know what's happening? Yeah. Sometimes my five-year-old cries and she's like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm like, <laughs> okay, um, we'll, we'll give you a hug. Do you want a hug or do you want to go in the room and mm-hmm. take some time? Or she'll tell you, I want a hug or I want to go and just be alone and yeah. think about what's <laughs> Think about my emotions. I love it, girl. Yeah, so I want her to really think about what's happening because mm-hmm. she don't know. And I can't mm-hmm. I can't help in terms of like what what are we fixing? I don't know what we're fixing. Yeah. So um I really wish we had that because it has affected me in my relationship as an adult in my marriage. Yeah. So that's a topic for a different day. Another but, day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so communication is different. Uh-huh. Um, affection definitely is happening in this house. We we kiss good morning, we kiss bye, we kiss good night, we hug, kids are crying. I do provide affection. I give them, you know, let's hug and find I'm sorry that you you got hurt, mm-hmm. whatever that's going on. Um, and show them love, you know. 
not just say I love you, but show them, you know, yeah, yeah. action matters. And so my kids, if I, if they see me say, ouch, I hurt myself, they'll run to me and comfort me in the same way that I comfort them. Ooh, uh, and so, nice. yeah, they learn by example. Yeah. Um, and it starts from home, honestly. So I think that's the difference of the parenting style that I have. Mm. I think, if the, is that the question you were asking? Yeah, yeah. Or, and okay. that, that's actually a very interesting answer. And from your, from what you said, right, uh, I took note of some things. Um, I love you. A friend of mine used to just freely say, I love you. Like every conversation, she drops me off at home. We go out to dinner. Like she would, she was the type that would just like, look at you and be like, mm, you're so cute. Or like, mm, you're so beautiful. Like she just like, she gave words so freely. So I learned from that friendship that, you know, you can love people when you can tell them that you love them. You know, like, oh, it's yeah. okay. To, you don't have to be boss or strong about your emotions. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know you don't have to like hold it to your chest let them know that you Mm -hmm. love them and Mm -hmm. that's something I took away from that friendship and I literally now um I struggle with it with my family which is weird because I just never grew up like that with them um yeah with friends no conversation ends without me telling my 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 best friends that you know girl I'm learning with my mom though um I mean she says thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't kill me right now she says thank you but hey we're getting there right um, <laughs> you're getting there yeah yeah you tell her mommy i love you yeah sometimes she just she just looks at me and just like i think my mom would freak out if i tell her that so we just don't even we don't, we don't even you don't try that there. yeah i don't I want know. her to freak i know she loves me and all that but I don't want her to freak out. I know, I know. Like, it's, yeah. she, she said it a couple times, but she's like, for the most part, she's just like, okay, thank you, bye. And it's just like, at least you know, my feelings are out there for you. Hey, you're yeah. brave for that. You're brave for that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So something that I took away from what you said was like communication and openness, right? Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about it a little bit, right? So you're saying you being more open with them and helping them communicate mm-hmm. their how they feel actually mm-hmm. is very empowering not just for not just as a child but even as you grow into your adult too yes. right you're not mm-hmm. just apologizing because I feel like something we that I struggled with was when they beat you for doing something and they don't tell you why you're getting beaten or like what the reason behind why they're, they're angry at what you did is you just apologize and you apologize for everything. And as it grew, as I grew into adulthood, there was a time in my life I hated saying, I'm sorry. Not because I wasn't sorry, but just because it had so much power. And I feel like I was giving people power over me for things mm. that I might possibly not even be at fault for doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you. Thank you was something I learned by myself but I also had to take a step back from saying thank you a lot because it came to a point where I was thanking people for what they should be doing as human beings like treating me kindly and not being not seeing me as being lesser no seriously it was just that trying to you know oh you're kind to me here you go thank you oh you did this thank you and it's like that was those are things that I feel like I didn't I didn't have that family structure to give to me. Yeah. Um, 
So I was overcompensating as an adult, you know, just like, mm. It took me a while, but you know, I'm learning some things. And about openness, right? We grew up yes. in the in, in a, in a time where your body parts were named something else. They were BB or JJ or PP or something. Oh, and who it's you like, it's a vagina. <laughs> Call it what it is. You know, mm-hmm. and then like I feel like when when you when you name those parts what they are. Mm-hmm. it empowers these kids in a different way because mm-hmm. there's a shame to it right so if i walked up to someone and go say oh uncle touched my something you know yeah that, like what that, that rage of uncle touching you what is the something that he touched what is the blah, blah, blah. and then like there, there is no freedom to tell you what really is going on there is no right to like you know come out and say um this person touched me here or even that's that's even if they're if they have the freedom to come and tell you you know because ultimately you are trained to respect adult who coming back to that authoritarian parenting style right is your uncle you cannot be wrong you know they're older than you you have to respect them and sometimes that respect and not having that that open communication at home you know just it put kids at at a very uh unhealthy yeah environment just yeah for sure i agree with you uh my husband is actually nigerian i don't know if you know that yeah i don't know if i told you no um anyway he's from nigeria uh so he has a different way of approaching this stuff (laughs) (laughs) he wants he wants me to call his penis nyo or something to the kid <laughs> i'm like no i'm not doing that so he's gonna kill me for saying this but anyway <laughs> we'll make sure that you watch this part <laughs> right let's make sure anyway my child was two years old um i started teaching when she was one just saying the words even though she doesn't understand like body parts i still said it but she started like really saying it back to me when she was around two and I'll tell her this is a vagina on her mm-hmm. um and so when she turned three I taught her that boys have penises and girls have vaginas mm-hmm. and my husband was like could not believe that I was like why would you tell her the actual word I said why not it's the anatomy yeah we tell them this is the head mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we Why calling not? the head a nickname? So <laughs> it's a crown. <laughs> no, it's it shouldn't be as un, like ridiculous as people make it. Yeah, kids have private parts like we do, so it's not mm-hmm. like private parts come to them when they're in the adulthood. 18. If that was the case, yeah, it w- it would be different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they ha- they are born with it. I need to tell her what the name of it is, so I tell her this is a vagina. Mm-hmm. And she asked me one day when she was, I think, three. She was three years old or four. I can't remember. But she asked me, like, so if, we, if girls, Ava and I have vaginas and mommy has vagina, what does daddy have in between his legs? Mm-hmm. And I was like, he has a penis. <laughs> and he almost, like, passed out. <laughs> I would have loved to see his face. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> he was beside himself um and then I aged five when she turned five she asked me like how did Ava and I come mm-hmm. oh my into God. This? 
and, and I told her, I said, I told her the whole thing. Like, mommy got pregnant. I didn't tell her, like, daddy and I, you know. Yeah. I didn't tell mommy her all about <laughs> <laughs> Mommy got pregnant. Baby grew into the tummy. And I want, when it was time for you to come out, the body told me, we get a message. We go into labor. Wow. And I went to the hospital. And, you know, I, you were working yourself out. And it was painful. And you came out of my vagina. And she was like, what? That is... She's like, she was like, I don't think I want that. Oh. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, listen, girl. You know it's not, not in time soon. You got time, girl. <laughs> you got time to think about she's that. Like, but she's like, nice. I can't believe Ava and I came out of that. How is that even? She, she was just beside herself. Yeah. Then one day she came from school. She's like laughing her butt off, laughing. <laughs> Why? I was like, what's going on? She's like, I still can't believe how Ava and I came. <laughs> <laughs> so is- my husband's like, you, my child is not innocent anymore. Blah, blah. I'm like, it's better she learns it from me yeah. than from someone yeah. else. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, she's five. I'm like, I understand that. But I know my five-year-old. And I told her, I said, now you better not be telling little kids in class about this. She's like, uh, mommy, I would not talk about this in class. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, that's really very interesting because I remember being, I think it was, I was like seven or eight when my cousin was asking his mom how babies come. And the, the woman said, um, like from the belly, they go up in your nose and your chest oh, and then wow. through your nose and come out. And the guy was like, that's not right. Like, <laughs> that doesn't sound right like how can I'm so embarrassed right now like how can a baby come through your nose and it goes back to the same size like you were so confused but yeah learning (laughs) learning points for for African parents it's 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 interesting please don't ever do that (laughs) no god no no I'm I'm in team call it what it is so like let's just let's move past all of that all of that naming nah when now I'm I know my that. child is young and a lot of people wouldn't agree with me. Uh, but she asked. So but you also have to know that sometimes when you tell them early, they don't ask the wrong person. Right. You know, they don't go out. And if you don't answer truthfully in such a way that they can they can understand in their own little ways. You didn't tell her everything, but you told her what she could understand right now. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't go to somebody else, like an uncle, to say, ah, let me show you. Oh <laughs> girl. I, I know people like that. Real talk. Too, you know, the let me show you part of it. And then it becomes, oh, it's a snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I've, these are things that I've, I've heard. It's a snake. And then it's like Uncle Snake. What's, what's Uncle Snake in between his legs? Or like somebody saying, oh, come on, put your hands in his, in his pockets, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's something moving down there. Eight-year-old girl, <laughs> you know. Uncle I can't. I'm laughing, but it's not even funny. Yeah, exactly. These are things that, you know, people have, and I read a book a while ago, actually, and the girl, a teenager, um, I don't know what they were talking about, and one of the, uh, like, I think it was like a clique or something, then asked her, like, you know, what's in between your legs? And she was like, I peed, like my pee pee area. And the girl was like, yeah, that's, you know, that's the same place other things go into and come out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like your pee area and she was like so confused 
So they took her, literally, they gave her a mirror to look. She had never seen it before. What? Yeah. An adult. Like, I think it was like, I think a character is like 18 or 19. I can't even remember. But yeah, these are things that people don't even think about just because it's not supposed to be thought about. Like, it's not something you, it's a part of you, but it's not yours. You know, like society have con- they've conditioned people and culture mm-hmm. really to think that it's mm-hmm. some sort of sacred little something that <laughs> belongs, I don't know, belongs to God or belongs to, someone to your else, spouse. Something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's actually crazy. But, yep. So kudos on that. I'm calling it what it is, girl. Um, I'm with you on that. But... Let's let's not let's not cast our parents all the way, right? What are some parenting no. tips or styles that your parents used on you that um, uh-huh. you you're currently using on your kids? African parents, we love you. We just want you guys to go. We job. love you. <laughs> Big heart. Big heart. <laughs> at the end of the day, look at us. We are alive and great. Well, <laughs> I'm in therapy, so I'm not sure how okay, okay, I came out, but. Sorry, I'm just saying your best. Um, you know, hey, you know, I'm not saying we're not gonna need therapy, I'm just saying we're alive, <laughs> we're here we to talk about die. it. Well, the definition of parenting was you know, you go to school, you have an education, you have food in your stomach, yeah, and your girl, yeah, back, and it did that. You have, so. you have a roof on top of your head, mm-hmm. you have a house, <laughs> yes. Are you hungry? No. Do you have biro and pen? Yes. I'm a good parent, so thank you. We love you. We really do. But, uh, yeah. So I think something that I'm always going to take from my parents is that don't ever allow my kids to run me. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, there's there's boundaries, okay? So I could say that I'm half and half. Like, I can be your, your your funnest mom ever and it could turn 360 in 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 a snap. In a and that's where that's where my parents come through <laughs> me. Your dad assisted by your mom. I, like child. Yeah, I don't even I don't even I like I said to you, I don't slap my kids. Mm-hmm. But the things that I do <laughs> that are not beating wise um are questionable. Okay. Okay. So uh there is no I told my child today this happened today okay I'm she's playing her scooter and I'm very free about them running around the house and doing whatever Mm -hmm. as long as we are going to clean up and you know yeah take it back where it it, it come from so she was running her scooter in the house and I'm like all right time to eat dinner go put the scooter away she goes no So I was opening the fridge. I closed the fridge. I said, what did you say? And she looked at me and she was like, nothing. Nothing. Again, I don't slap this child. <laughs> yeah. But there's a I look. Said, there's a I said, now, now don't you ever say that to me. Yeah. Because if you want me to treat you like an adult, I definitely will do that. Yeah. And I'm capable of that. <laughs> so don't play with me. Yeah. Did you? And she, yeah, I did. No, 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 okay. I told you ask a question. Did you ever see that video on TikTok about um the mo- the girl calling the mother bitch and then like you know African parents she's like 
throwing the, the shoes up like go kill this one like sacrifice for the good <laughs> I did I did is that the one that the kid um did you see the one that the kid painted oh no no that I saw was like the Caucasian no. I don't know what the kid did I don't know if you said get out of my room or he something did you see that one no I didn't and then And then all of a sudden we saw like a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is on the floor. And the parents are telling him, um, you're still here. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't make it there, but but you you do this again, you might just you might just you, you'll make it there. <laughs> you won't you won't come back. <laughs> Yeah, that one. I feel like there's a way we train or we were trained to respect still authority, even if they're still free, you know, even if they're still yeah. the friend. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. Yeah. And I appreciate my parents for that so much. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm not about to be that parent that's breaking down crying because I can't handle my kid anymore. Yeah. I'm not doing that. We are mm-hmm. I'm not breaking down and crying in front of my kid, like like or in the corner, like I, I don't know what to do anymore. And- like this is too much no yeah that's the part where I said I cannot allow my kids to get to the level where I'm running my mom so (laughs) I tell her what's going on yeah yeah I still uh me and my husband we still have to be in charge um and I mean not in a like you have to do what I say Mm -hmm. in a more like I respect my kids to where I listen to what they're saying. So I expect the same in return. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to tell me no, and when I say treat her like an adult, tonight I'm not talking you in. You're talking yourself in. Oh. Tonight, tonight <laughs> there won't be this um, cuddles. It's a one-time kiss and bye. Like, none of this sweet boo-boos, tummy, none of that. talking, <laughs> none of that. It's, it's wow. silent treatment. And... I've learned that my kid cannot handle that. Like she freaks out every time that side of me comes. She's like, I can't. I like, you know, and I, I make that side very serious. I don't mm-hmm. play with that side because her limit. Limit, yeah. So I'm like, uh, let's bring you back, child. Like I, I feel I'm your mom. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. And my husband was like afraid. Like, I feel like you're taking it. I said, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not taking it far and she hasn't she said she said something to me uh she was like you have ruined my life <laughs> girl I said I did what I said and, and I don't know why that what that triggered me so much <laughs> I said I have done what you ruined your five-year-old life I've ruined your <laughs> I said child tonight I'm not the one and I even told her I said I'm not showering you today your dad is gonna take over this task because I was getting ready to shower them and he mm-hmm. does shower them sometimes but the fact that I took her younger sister to shower her and mm-hmm. I didn't take her she was like wow she kept like l- giving me like like scary side looks like mom is really like she's not playing today she's not here Yeah, and I told my husband, you you taking her. I'm not, not tonight. Wow. And he was like, and I was like, good night, bye-bye, go to bed. 
um, and there was no hug or anything, I was like, it's going to be, if you want to be treated like an adult that pisses me off, we're going to treat you like one. So after some time and she was like, she came to me, she's like, mommy, I have a question. I said, no, no questions for me. <laughs> we done for tonight. And I mean, I was serious after a couple hours, obviously I, I said, I said, do you understand the reasons why I did what I did? She's like, yeah, I'm never going to say that again. I'm never, gonna, you know, I'm never going to do, I said, okay. I gave her that good night kiss. I gave her that, you know, her, our normal, mm-hmm. you know, nighttime routine. And I said, don't try me next time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so she knows that every- so she's never done it again. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. So you don't have to spank your kids. <laughs> you just have I'm to just be, saying. yeah, yeah. There are other mm-hmm. ways to, to learn, to teach them a lesson. Yep. Yeah. And now they always remember it too, because I feel like there was a point in my life where I was like, oh, Tim Nadoskin beats me. We, we move, you know, like just bring it on. Literally. Yeah, I, just beat me already. Yeah, I know. Like, get, let's get this over with and move on to the next <laughs> thing so I can do it again and you can beat me again. <laughs> and That's exactly what my friend said. Like, it yeah. became like, uh, yeah. Literally, and I went to like what school. a ritual or something. Yeah, I went to a boarding school with like four thousand five hundred students. So like what? Yeah, I know. Beating, yelling, just bring it on, bring it on. Let's get it over with, you know. Like, and then let me do it again tomorrow. You beat me again. Okay, that's fine. And then we take a break for a week, and then we, you know, we come back again. We come back. But yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So. I know for sure beating isn't always the right way. Does it does it reset some people's heads? Yes, but not everyone. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about what, what our parents Sorry. did that they could have done better for us. For me, I would say like openness or communication, you know. Um, Girl, that was my answer. <laughs> you stole that out of my I mouth. Stole it. Yeah. You stole it. Yeah, I'll say openness because there are a lot of things that now I look back on. So I had a, I had a meeting, not, not, not a meeting, but like I had a conversation with my mom about two years ago, just like understanding her marriage and the sacrifices she had to make and why we had to go to bottom school and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like if she had explained to me as a child while we were going through those things, I wouldn't have had like just held on to anger and the hurt and you know everything that just I was trying to make sense of as a young child but they weren't even my responsibilities to to try to understand or like make sense of it and also the guilt of you know maybe if my mom didn't have this you know she would have had this instead if she didn't have three kids she would have been you know should have been able to speak herself yeah. up or something you know yeah. um also like the openness of just for the longest time um, I wasn't raised in like in a structured home where you know your parents come together, somebody goes to work, somebody comes back home, none of that. And it was just like I was always coming and going to boarding school. And if you know anything about Nigerian boarding schools, people are always coming and going. So like my friends are always coming and going a year or two. They were always come. Of course, I've had people like stay. Eventually, I still have a, one of my closest friends. We've, we've been friends since like just one, which is like almost eighteen years now um it's crazy this is like the one of the oldest relationships I've had um but like I also got like used to people always leaving 
So I have no expectations oh. whatsoever of people staying. Okay. And for the longest time, up until like I was my my late twenties, I still let friends go. Like I have no problems cutting people off, and yeah. it still plays out right now because you can I, I can meet people right now, click with you, have fun, but tomorrow if I don't ever see you again, I'm okay with it. Right. Like or like sometimes wow. people like yeah. Like we hang out tonight, we play with like Jess, <laughs> and then tomorrow people expect the same energy or something. That like, girl, oh, girl, oh, goodbye. I don't know you like that, and you know, <laughs> people, so, so people was like, "What are you?" And like for the longest time, I didn't know I had an issue like that. I just I didn't yeah. know because I didn't always expect people to stay, or I didn't always expect people to be open. You know how they're feeling, mm-hmm. what they're like. It's it's even dating for me just like oh we have fun cuckoo we have an you have an argument we leave you know like ah we move (laughs) move, exactly so like these are some things that i feel like i've struggled with um from my parenting my parenting parenting me style um that i'm not taking on to my own parenting styles when i when i have kids so i would say you know I've learned from them and I'm better for it. Um, yeah. But like, what are some things or your experience that you want to share? Uh, pretty much the same thing, but I'll give an example of like, mm-hmm. um, I remember back in, was it high school? Mm-hmm. I came home and I, uh, my friends invited me to the movie. Um, and like a good girl, I was honest. And I told my parents, <laughs> my friends want to go take me to the movie. Right? Yeah. My girlfriend. And my dad was like, absolutely not. Mm. And I was like, why? Because I said so, no. I wanted an answer. I said, why not? Like, what is going to happen if I go with my friends to the movies? I literally wanted an answer. He said, Aline, I said, no. And because I said so. Yeah. You can go with your sisters. I'm like, I understand that I can go with my sisters. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, why can't I go with my friends? Yeah. You know? Um, anyway, so that's, that's one example. And another thing is like, uh, I need to like, if I'm sad and crying in my room by myself and my parents don't know, and we live in the same house and I'm crying about some stupid stuff, but at the time to me, that's huge. You know, like, Mm uh, I'm crying about, you know, maybe a student being, you know, like mean to me that day. Yeah. It, that's not stupid. It's something that can turn into something major if yeah. it's not taken care of. Or I'm sad because, you know, uh, everybody in school is changing clothes every day and I'm not. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> you know? and that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. And so my parents could easily, I could talk to my parents, hey, like, this is how I feel. You can explain to me, like, look, I got five kids and, you know, we're new in America, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Of course, you know, it's not the answer I'm look- I want. Like, but I'm not going to get the yeah. answer. Like, we're going to go buy clothes. <laughs> it's not the answer I want, but um, at least I would understand mm-hmm. that, okay, mom and dad have five kids. And even if I know it, you still, as a teenager, you don't think that logically, you know? Yeah. I know that they have five kids, but it's about me right now. That's exactly. how teenagers oh, function. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think that I was taught about a lot of those things mm. growing up uh, here because uh, I came here when I was 11. And so I went through middle school and high school here. Yeah. And wow. it was it was crazy because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm wearing the same outfits all the time. <laughs> and people are changing every other week yeah people are changing here literally like they wear different outfits yeah. all the time so I was like you know as I grew up obviously that wasn't yeah that was like okay whatever you know mm-hmm. but at that time that was a big deal to me and so I wish I could was able to express that to my my mom yeah. especially because she's the one that did our shopping and she did amazing. She really, looking back, she, she, she did the most, okay? And yeah. five kids, <laughs> she did it. Did a lot, um, yeah. She did a lot. I only have two and I'm already like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so looking back, I'm like, where did you get the money for that? What did you get the money for that? how did you, you know? do it? But as a teenager, I'm like, why don't you have money? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a whole different. Because <laughs> I thought you should have money. That's now I'm like, like, oh my god, yeah. how did she do this? Yeah. Um, I was having a conversation with with a friend, and I was like, so you're trying to tell me my mother was already a mother at my age? Good job, kudos to you, because this is still trying to figure out life. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's actually very crazy to think like we are at that age where we expected so much of our parents, right? You know, right? And it's just like. Maybe that's why I'm like overcompensating with my mom now. Cause like, girl, I'm like, you want this here, you go take it. Like, apart from me not giving you grandkids yet, you know, here's my money, yeah. spend it. Yeah, this is just exactly. Like, how how would how would they hustling? Like you said, five kids in their thirties in a new country. <laughs> I don't know. I I had all the. I my mom was giving us money for snacks to go to, and I couldn't even. Right now, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, where did she get? Like, it was it wasn't anything huge, but it was like, let's say five dollars. That's still huge. But it was still she something. has five. That's she has five kids. That's, that's twenty five. <laughs> and even how many days in the week she gives you guys? Yeah, she gave it to me every day, like Monday to Friday when I went to school because I was walking, you know. Yeah, so she was bomb. I'll say that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> still, I still had all kinds of crazy thoughts in my head. Why am I not shopping every, you know, every time? Teenager. Um, uh, and the other thing is that my mom did not talk to me before I got married. Like, not, not like, I don't mean like we weren't talking. I mean, like, she didn't give me any, like, advice. <laughs> she, yeah. Like, she was just like another... Oh, you're getting like another. You're getting married. Congratulations! I'm happy. happy for, you know, like <laughs> have a good marriage life. I'm yeah. so happy. You know, like she didn't really sit me down and be like, you know, in marriage sometimes A and B can happen, mm-hmm. and or when this happens, just know that you're not like you're not alone and you need to talk about it with somebody that you trust or, you know, tell me something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm over here, like, being dropped in here, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very now, what next? Yeah. Like, I know I'm an adult, but I feel like I still need guidance. So I feel like uh, communication mm-hmm. is important, and I think my mom is not really used to talking about big, serious things, like, 
Like when I was having a baby, like she's like, I don't know nothing about babies. Like when I was in Africa, when you guys were little, I had help. And so, and I didn't raise kids here, so I don't really know. Oh, yeah. And she's like, How do you know about kids? She's asking me. And I'm like, I'm researching. I'm researching online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Um, fair. So let, let's talk about that marriage and relationship real quick, right? So the the, the ideal African is high school, college, no boys in college, no boys in fre- freshmen, no boys throughout. And no then boys, period. I do it, it's like, boom, ah, thank you for this certificate. Where is your husband? And it's like, right. mommy, you said I should, I should focus on school. <laughs> how am I a graduate and you accept me to graduate with a whole husband you know um yeah so that for me I feel like it's something we need to begin to talk about you know um oh yeah that whole idea of um you can't have a girlfriend I have a my friend's son um his girlfriend was coming to meet her and she was like Mutsunayo, I, I don't know what to expect and I was like I mean good kudos to you first of all your Nigerian mother and your your 18 year old son is bringing his girlfriend girl that's a good that's, you know, a, good that's a good one and yeah. then like something i'm talking about um home, home training right the girl the guy told the girl you cannot call my mom by her first name no it is mrs something so get that straight like that respect that's awesome there you know yeah and then like and that's that old thing of like how do we even prepare for marriage at least you you're talking about your mom not talking to you about marriage did she even talk to you about relationship did she talk to you about no, no. Sex? exactly yeah. marriage eh? they i feel like because they feel like it's such a lifetime thing and you're always learning as you go and also like their marriages unfortunately i'm sorry the only thing like, my mom told us was like you guys like make sure you did around mm-hmm um before you finalize with who you want to yeah settle with for the rest of your life so that's all she said wow (laughs) um but I don't think she means like sleeping around I think she means like like looking at guys and getting to know them Mm -hmm. um so I just want to clarify that she didn't mean like <laughs> yeah. The, um, exactly right. Were... My mom is all about you cannot marry what you've not tried. Like she's mm. not she's not for Tim service at all. Like she's not here <laughs> for it. She doesn't even want to try. She doesn't even want to hear it. So we're not on the same page really? for that. Yeah, no, my mom <laughs> is not. She's like, what if it's not good? You're stuck forever. But I'm just like, girl. So what about you? What are you? What do you believe I'm in? I'm a, I'm a, you hold it. Well, I just became, you're, you're I, just became <laughs> I just became to, you know, you hold it together. But yeah, my mom is just like, nah, gotta test it. If not, then you dump it. <laughs> and is your dad on the same page with her? I don't, I don't know. Never, I've never had that conversation with my dad okay yeah yeah i don't know well that's that's intense you know that's the first one that i've heard you know coming from you know that generation yeah yeah i I was going to say something about like their marriages most of them like most of our parents enjoyed marriage they didn't really enjoy marriage so i'm guessing that's why sometimes it's very difficult for them to tell you or at least our mar- our age getting married, you know, this is how you should do it because they know we're different. We're we're our, mm. we're our own generation. We're our own mm. women. 
Mm. And, you know, they can really, um, what's what I'm looking for? They can really, the parallel isn't really there for them. You know, right. um, they raised girls right. not, to be, not to be like them. And in some ways, they don't really know how to empower those girls when it comes to the women they've become when it comes to marriage. Because they know for sure, you know, that the, the dynamic is different now. Um, that's very true. Yeah. You're right. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. But yeah. Wow. So parents and our parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've taken, I, I have done a lot of unlearning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order for me to shift my way of thinking, you know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, you know, my, my husband is deep on the Nigerian, right? Nigerian. Traditional. He's not like, he's very, um, lenient in a lot of things that others are not but I get you know that's probably why I'm with him but yeah um but in other ways like I was talking about to him about accepting our kids regardless of what you know you know what happens in the future as far as you see what's happening in generations now we don't know what's coming, you know? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to disown whoever, you know, like that kind of conversation. Yeah. And so I'm trying to like day by day help him like shift that mindset because <laughs> you've done the best that you you can as an adult, they decide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, nobody blames you for what they become as adults. Yeah. Right now, at this age, of course, they're going to blame you for whatever behavior that they're mm-hmm. putting out there. Mm-hmm. But as adults, like, I'm 30, is, is anybody really going to sit here and be like... Your mother did not raise you. Where, no, like, like, where's your mom right now as you're doing... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mom has nothing to do with it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I want him... To, I, I tell him, I want you to remember that as an adult, they can decide whatever yeah and so we have to be ready and open-minded with whatever that Mm -hmm. is i'm not saying you have to accept it but i want you to be open-minded to where you don't have to be okay with it and the kids have to understand you don't have to be okay with it Mm -hmm. but you cannot say disown because that is like the truest like worst thing you can do to your child Mm -hmm. You don't have to be okay with it, but they still need to be welcome to like come over to the house and you know mingle with the family. But still, them knowing that you're not okay with it, it they have to be okay with that mm-hmm. because you're not forced to agree with whatever is. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Just respect so, one another, and you know your yeah whatever right. path they they choose to to right. go to walk to walk on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this has been an interesting episode. Do you have any final word as a wrap up the episode for parents or for people like me looking to be parents? <laughs> I do, I do. I'm gonna say that parenting is very hard. So mm-hmm. um, I give props to my parents, even though you know there are things that I'm not gonna do the same as them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things that I'm thankful for them for. Yeah. You know, um, there I take some things that I liked that they did and incorporated into mine and 
some things I throw away and add my own. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that my own is the best, yeah. right? But it works for my kids and it works for yeah. my family. So I want people to know that when you see moms out there struggling or dads, uh, I want to include dads because they are also involved. Mm-hmm. Just, and the kid is acting out, just know that whatever is happening in, in that moment, you don't know what the situation is. The kid yeah. just might be having a tantrum. Yeah. And so don't throw stones at somebody just because the kid is acting out. It is very hard to be a, a parent. It's very hard. And give parents grace. Like, we are not perfect. I told my five-year-old, I'm not perfect. And so is daddy. He ain't perfect. Yeah. We make mistakes. But we have to learn from our mistakes. And so um, talking to the kids and telling them, like, I don't want you looking at me like I'm perfect. <laughs> And then someday, like, dang, mom was really not perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, I want her to know from now, and she needs to grow with knowing that I'm yeah. not perfect. You're human, too, yeah. And, and I tell her things like, see how mommy left the trash can open? I'm not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. But I left yeah. it open because I'm not perfect. And little things like that. Nothing, like, major where she's going to be like, huh? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But she's like, yeah, you did leave it open. I said, see, like mom is not perfect perfect, yeah Yeah. so she's like you're right but god and jesus are perfect right i'm like you're right about that that one is a different level (laughs) yeah so i think um just talking to your kids communicating you're right and wrong when you're wrong you need to apologize when i'm wrong i apologize to my kids Mm, wow and that's one thing that my parents didn't do they absolutely did not apologize for anything Nope. They didn't feel like they had. They, no, they didn't owe me an apology. Yeah. Uh, and so it's hard for me to apologize. I've been, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been working hard <laughs> on this, and yeah. I've gotten so much better. But even then, now my husband tells me it is hard for you to apologize. Wow. And I'll I'll just be like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> like, I'm an African woman after all. We're never wrong. <laughs> right? Well, a woman is no. never wrong. But yeah, so I say, you know, you're doing amazing. You're if you're a parent out there, you're doing amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up. You're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. If it's working for your family, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Because um at the end of the day, you're the one that's picking up that family. I'm not going to be in your home to do that for your kid. You're mm-hmm. the only one waking up in the middle of the night or waking up early in the morning to sacrifice whatever it is. Yeah. So don't listen to, like, there's a lot of negative things out there about parenting that makes parents feel down on themselves. Mm-hmm. Just know that <laughs> keep pushing. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's um, something I feel like I also agree with, right? Like that idea of this is a right parenting, or like this is yes. the best way to parent. There's really no yes. best way. You just do your best and hope like your best is good enough, or at least get yeah. them somewhere good enough <laughs> to be a, to be a good human being. Um, but yeah, oh my God, this has been so much fun, Elaine. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me it's been amazing yeah. and that concludes today's episode on parenting i hope you enjoyed it let me know in the comment section what are some things you'll be taking away from your parents parenting style and what are some things you're definitely
definitely not going to be using from their parenting toolkit. Um, until next time, whatever it is you want to be, whoever it is you want to become, if that's a parent, an intentional parent, all you have to do is start. Do not forget to subscribe, share with friends and family, and follow us on all our social media platforms at Sense and Rant, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Bye, y'all.